It's all well and good being a really productive person and getting all your work done and achieving you know, all your financial goals and everything. But if you've got no one to share it with, I think that's just a miserable existence. What's up guys, I hope you're well. This video is gonna be something different. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about relationships. And I've not spoke about this topic in a video yet because when I set up this channel, I wanted to talk to you about things about productivity and organization and living kind of your best possible life and living up to your full potential. But the reality of it is, and in my personal opinion, I think 80% of your happiness is going to come from the relationships that you develop in your life. And these extend from the relationships with your, your family, your parents, your kids, your siblings, to of course your partner that you meet, you know, whoever you end up wishing to spend your life with, if anyone. The relationships you're going to go through in the process to meeting that person dealing with things like breakups, I think the majority of, of how you feel on a day-to-day -day basis is going to come down to the quality of the relationships you have. So I think I'd be doing a disservice to you if I didn't occasionally talk about relationships and at least give you my insight into how I feel about them and, and the value I put on them. Because it's all well and good being a really productive person and getting all your work done and achieving you know, all your financial goals and everything. But if you've got no one to share it with, I think that's just a miserable existence. And you see it all the time with celebrities who they look like they have everything anyone could ever ask for. And then they go commit suicide or overdose on drugs. And it's because something's missing. And I'd be willing to bet whatever I have that What's missing is, is quality of relationships, okay? So in today's video, I'm gonna talk about your, your life partner. Now, understand I couldn't care less about your orientation or your religious beliefs or anything of the sort, but I am talking to you as someone who believes in uh, finding a monogamous relationship and partner. So just to be upfront with you where I personally come from, uh, I am a married man. I got married this year to my partner uh, and we, we have been together for over five years and this year we got married. And the reason that this video even came into existence is I was talking to a good friend of mine the other day uh, and he paid me a great compliment. He said to me, you have what I call relationship goals. Uh, what, what he meant by was he, he loves my, me and my wife's relationship. He, he sees it and he wants, he wants to find that. He wants to find love and he wants to find someone where he can have similar to dynamics to what he sees between me and my wife when we interact with each other. Uh, and this is for me like one of the greatest compliments because the thing I am arguably the most proud of in my lifetime was meeting my wife at, and and marrying her. She's my greatest achievement in the sense of I couldn't be happier and I wouldn't change anything in my life for fear that it might have interrupted with me being with her. She, she's a big deal in my life. I won't go any further, but you get the idea. 
And we got into a conversation after, you know, I took the compliment and everything. We got into a conversation about how to find, how to find a relationship like that, how to develop a relationship that, that he was seeing as being a good one. And all I could say to him and all I can ever speak to you guys from is from my personal experience. And when it comes to trying to pick someone to spend your life with, who you're going to spend the majority of your time with and who is going to see you at your absolute worst and at your absolute best and everything in between, it really has to just come down to values because everything else can be worked on and is subject to change. But generally speaking, a person's values, their value system, by the time you're a grown-up, 20 plus, maybe a bit older, that's pretty ingrained in who you are. And I think you can get around a lot of other stuff, but I don't think you can get around a difference, a significant difference in personal values. So let me give you some examples so that you get a better understanding. It's, we all know that we shouldn't pick our partner based upon looks, okay? Because looks fade, if you pick someone because you think they are beautiful or sexy or anything like this, you're, you're choosing them for something that's not going to last as long as you're probably hoping your relationship lasts. Let's say you want to be together till you're, you know, old and gray. Well, those looks are going to fade over time. That's a given. So if your feelings are purely based upon those looks, then guaranteed your feelings are going to fade with their looks over time. Now you might fall in love with them for, let's say their sense of humor or their political choices or their choice of TV that they enjoy. And this is where you'd think these are getting a bit closer to values. But the reality of this is, is these things are always subject to change. You know, the, the stuff that you enjoy watching, the media you enjoy consuming now, will change over time. So if you just, if you've kind of made this decision based upon, well, we've got loads in common, you hear that a lot, we've got loads in common, maybe you won't have those in common in five, 10 years. Maybe she'll start getting bored of watching TV and now she doesn't want to sit with you and watch TV. She wants to do something else, but you don't like something else, you like watching TV. And this is where you can, you can fall into problems. And you see this a lot with people where they fall in love with character traits that they see in people or tangible things that they can say, well, that's just like me. But the reality is you're not looking for you. You're not looking for someone who's just like you. To be clear, my wife can't stand pretty much any of the TV I watch, the audiobooks I listen to, or the podcasts I listen to, and even as far as music, I'd say we have different tastes, very different tastes. And it, it's mutual. I don't particularly like most of what she watches or listens to either. But it has no interference with our relationship because our relationship was based upon our values. So what are the values? For me, the values are the things that you hold at most importance in your life. And this is where you realize that things like the TV you watch doesn't matter. Because when I ask you what are the most important things in your life, you're not going to say Game of Thrones. For me, when I, the way I knew that she was the person I wanted to spend my life with was that we have 
we are both family oriented people. We enjoy and we receive great pleasure in spending time with family. And we get to both see this when we were dating by interacting with each other's families and seeing that we were very similar in the sense that we liked to sit round a sofa or sit round a table. We enjoyed conversation. And whether we were watching TV, listening to music or none of it, we enjoyed spending time with loved ones equally. So I knew that when I visited hers, that I would feel comfortable. And when she visits mine, we feel comfortable because it's a very similar dynamic because of our values. We both value our personal well-being and health. We hold it to high regards. And I'll tell you the story about me and my ex-girlfriend. We had very different values in this sense. I enjoy exercising every single day. I enjoy eating what I consider to be a healthy, balanced diet. She did not. And we would clash on this because I wasn't willing to neglect these things. And she wasn't willing, and it's not right or wrong, she wasn't willing to do these things. So we'd then find times where we'd have time to spend together, but we'd then want to do very different things. And this isn't wanting to watch TV or wanting to read a book. This is... She wants to stay indoors and sit down and I want to go out for a walk. And then we've got this separation. And it was always a case of this created friction in our relationship. And it's not about doing it together necessarily, but it's about respecting it. Because if I then insisted that I was going to go out, she would take it personally. She would see it as an insult that I didn't want to spend the time with her. Because she didn't understand the importance of it to me because of my values. Now, my wife now, we don't work out together all the time. We don't, you know, exercise together. We actually eat a pretty different diet. But we respect each other's time and that we understand that they need it. So she understands that I need to go exercise every day. And when I take that time out, even if it's a day off and we're spending it together, she understands the importance of it. She doesn't get upset or bothered by that. Okay, Uh, she understands the importance of those values because we share them. So I won't give any more example because I think I could go on for hours, but I'm hoping you understand what I'm trying to say. When you when you're trying to find someone who you want to spend the majority of your life with, you need to get down to the, the real nitty gritty about what kind of a person they are. Because their looks are going to fade and their taste in music and TV is going to change. And when the pressures of life build and let's say you have children or you you start a new business or they get a new job, the, the, the glue, the cement, the stuff that's going to hold you two together through through difficulty, through challenge is going to be this shared value. This shared relationship of what's truly important to you. When times get hard, when, when, when loved ones die, when one of you gets sick, when one of you loses your job, it's going to be that value-based relationship that's going to hold you and sustain you through that more than anything else. So just be wary of it. When you're dating, if you're young, uh, when, you're, when you're getting excited about someone and you're falling in love and you should do all of these things and you should do it without any restraint. But, but 
always take the time to look for these things because these are what are really going to hold you together, in my opinion, through the long run. And really, who am I to say I've been with her for five years, we've been married for one, we haven't had kids yet, I might be way off the mark. But from my experience and from what I've seen from from other relationships around me, that's what's really going to carry you to the finish line together. So, as always, take care of yourself and take care about those who you care of the most.